Are we recording? Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, Kyle. Yeah. Breaking news. Silento, the guy who sang Watch Me Whip, Nene. Yeah. Just got arrested for murdering his cousin. What? Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I do have another topic. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that just happened. Holy shit. Well, welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, with, oh, I mean, Nene is in jail. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Wait. What? Yeah, murdered his cousin. Just. 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 Just got booked. <laughs> it literally popped up on my Twitter, and I went, nah. Uh, but yeah, hi, everybody. Welcome back to Here's the Thing. Sorry, I don't have anything to talk about further with that, but yeah, uh, Silento is <laughs> going to jail, jail for murder. Which isn't funny. Somebody died. No, but... But holy shit! The strange connection between whipping Nene and murder. And murder! <laughs> yeah, how'd you do? Um, yeah, hi everybody. I'm... Be honest with y'all. I don't have a lot this week. Kyle has a bit. I have a couple of things. Yeah. I don't have much, so... Kyle's taking the reins on this episode. Will I... See if anything sparks. Fuck yeah. Well, first things first, I watched uh, Sound of Metal in One Night in Miami. Fucking fine. Which Jake has been trying to get me to do forever. Because they're good. They're very Sound good. Sound of Metal is amazing. Yeah, One Night in Miami was very good. I thought it was a really cool hypothetical. Um, it was designed very much like a play, mm-hmm. I thought. Just like every all the dialogue, walking in and out of the scene, mm-hmm. all of it, very much like a play. Uh, but it works very well together. It was one of those instances where you get movies where you jump from like place to place to place. Yeah. Actions have like a Jason Bourne kind of thing. This all pretty much happened in one room. And it was extremely interesting. Um, and actually piqued my interest on doing more research on all of these figures and their background. I knew a lot about Muhammad Ali and some yeah. about Malcolm X. I didn't know much about Sam Cooke or... Um, Oh my god. Jim Brown. Jim Brown, yeah. Mighty Jim Brown. I didn't know almost anything about Jim Brown. It the four actors that portrayed them were awesome. Yeah. I w- I wasn't kidding when I said that there's not there's not a standout, but it's not because like no it's not there's not a standout, but it's not because nobody's good. It's there's not a standout because everybody's so good. Everybody kills it. And I think the stances that Sam Cooke and Malcolm X took against each other were extremely interesting. Sam Cooke with Malcolm X accusing him of uh, playing to the white man and saying, hey, like, you're their little dancing monkey. Like, you're you're playing into their hands. You're not actually supporting black culture. And he's like, actually, yeah, I'm playing them and making money off of them. And you're yeah, criticizing me for it. One of his songs got covered by the Rolling Stones and he had a number one song. Yeah. Which is awesome. And he, he essentially played the system. And at the same time, Malcolm X fighting for the right thing just on a different scale. And also kind of being pinched by the Nation of Islam. Yeah. To the point of he's being watched and stalked. And then Cassie's Clay just being fucking Awesome. Sweet. He is such a character. Oh, just in life. Oh, love Malcolm. Not Malcolm X. Uh, love Malcolm X. Love Malcolm love X. Love Muhammad Ali. And you had said, and I got it immediately, but you said you wanted the actor of Malcolm X to play Obama. Yes. I get that immediately. He just, he kills it. And I don't know if that's because he did... I don't know if he studied Malcolm X and that's how Malcolm X talked. In which case, they had similar vocal tics. Yeah, and in that case, Obama took a lot from Malcolm yeah, X. Yeah, in that case... Yeah, like, they talked the same. Yeah. They talked very similarly. Um, but if that's just how that actor talks... And I'm looking up his name. Yeah, Kingsley Benadir. If that's just how he talks, they need to make a movie about Barry L. Yeah, <laughs> and they need then they need him as Barack because yeah, he, he would kill it. it. He naturally talks that way, and it's like wow. Like the first thing that popped in my head was like Barack Obama, and I couldn't get it in my head for the entire movie. I think even if you hadn't said that, because you said it, and it was like I definitely see it. But if you hadn't said it, I think I would have come to the same conclusion of wow, he sounds a lot like Obama. Yeah, and I probably would have had the same reaction of has he been Obama and other stuff. And he has. And like one thing I think yeah, he has, he's been, right? Yeah, he's been Obama in the Showtime miniseries about um, some report on Trump. I don't know, one of them. I don't know. But he was know. he was Obama <laughs> in that. Yeah. And he, they killed it. So that movie, 
awesome. And then I watched Sound of Metal, hmm. which I took I took ASL for four years in high school. So that was actually really cool to see because all four years in high school, my my teacher kept talking about. She was a, a hearing teacher who uh, taught ASL, and if you don't know, for the deaf community, that's kind of like mm-hmm. really iffy. Um, but she was very well respected in the deaf community around there, and she kept saying like it's kind of a bummer that the deaf community doesn't have like a lot of uh, a lot of examples of deaf people in just media and culture everything uh, mm-hmm. to the masses besides um what's her name marlene madlin yeah marlene madlin uh oh yeah 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 she was she won deaf. an academy award yeah she was deaf and she was very popular uh but now there's not a lot of like uh deaf influencers in media no. and she kept saying it's kind of a bummer there isn't that media movie anything that really represents that culture uh, in this community and now there is. Sound of Metal is extremely interesting and cool and goes through this struggle that this guy has losing his hearing. Because he was born hearing, loses it through the sound of metal. He, yeah, he's a drummer for a heavy metal band. And the damage that that has on his ears becomes very suddenly irreparable. Yeah. And, and awesome. He I goes even He goes even further as to say... Nah, it's going to be fine. It'll go away. I'm going to keep playing. And then he keeps playing. It gets even worse. And he permanently damages his hear- his hearing. And he can't hear anything. Uh, and it's just him. He doesn't get his hearing back. Spoilers. Blah. Yeah, no. It's about him learning to cope. Yeah, it's him. And it's lear- oh, Like, so just good. relearning his life. And the part where he goes out and gets the implants. One, like, it broke my heart. The yeah. scene between him and... And the leader of that community that yeah. he was in. Yeah, because if people that haven't seen it, he eventually, not eventually, to help cope and learn to live as a deaf person, uh, he goes and becomes part of this community where they teach him ASL and how to you know, be happy with his new life. But he constantly is looking at it as something he can fix with these implants. And then he goes to get them. And yeah, it is rough. Yeah, it's and I remember growing up, in, uh, in high school, it was always talked about as kind of like an iffy thing in the deaf community of, I mean, we really don't like this because it's kind of telling us that what we are is wrong, and it's not. Like, we live just as full lives as everybody else. We have a whole community. It's not wrong, it's not wrong that we're deaf. Yeah. And so when he gets them, he's thinking, oh, my hearing's just going to be fixed. It'll be fine. Uh, and he gets kicked out of the, the community because that he's in. Uh, because they don't believe in cochlear implants. And the other thing is, he believes this whole time that he's going to get them, it's going to be like normal. Again. Yeah, he thinks that once he gets them, it's going to be normal hearing. But it's the not. way the movie works is it uses sound design immaculately. Mm-hmm. So like when he gets the implants and they turn them on, you hear what he's theoretically hearing. Yeah, and it's it's extremely different. It is different. so different. It's like metallic. Yeah, because it bypasses your eardrums and goes straight to the cochlea, which is what picks up those signals of sound and sends it to your brain to interpret. And it's basically just sending a lot of magnetic signals to your uh, directly to your brain, which isn't how our eardrum works. And it's using tiny speakers on these hooks to pick up the sound. Uh, and we get to hear it in the different iterations because you can't adjust it to make it sound differently if it doesn't work for you in different yeah, frequencies. No, and it sounds not fun. No, at it's, all. it it sounded uncomfortable all the time, and yeah. not in the uncomfortable of like I don't want to sit near. Like genuinely, like chills down your spine. Like I don't want to hear this. Yeah, because normally, like you have someone that's talking at like this level, and you'd be able to process it versus someone that's talking all the way over here, and it sounds different. But to him, it's all the same level all the time. Well, and there's it's a scene all coming in the scene when his girlfriend sings. Yeah. That almost made me cry cuz there's a scene cuz now he thinks he's good and he's back to normal and he's basically lying to himself. And then he goes to this his girlfriend, he goes and finds his girlfriend and her dad is hosting this big sort of family party and she sings a song. And he hasn't heard her sing since the incident and when she sings the again, if this movie doesn't win awards for its sound editing that's a crime because the sound editing what they did was basically you the audience hear her singing and it's like wow that's really pretty 
Towards and the then end. it slowly Ugh. starts to transition into what he's hearing. And he's not hearing any of it. It sounds distorted, staticky. You can't hear it. And the whole time he's just sort of standing in the doorway just like... Trying to be supportive. Yeah, trying to be like, wow, this sounds so beautiful. And he's just hearing nails on a fucking chalkboard. And it, it kind of kills him a little bit. Oh, it's so You can so see it in his face. It's just like it's ripping so him apart. Sad. It's such and a good movie. The sound design is beautiful too because the, when the movie starts, you hear like coffee dripping into a pot and you hear like rain against the window and everything. It also reinvigorated. This... It, it made me realize how much I do like heavy metal. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> li- I haven't listened to metal in years, which makes it seem like I was listening to it at an inappropriate age. I was. Because uh, <laughs> I was laying in bed watching this movie. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't listened to music like this since sixth grade. My girlfriend was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, nah, I'm serious. And like, he's he's drumming away right in the opening scene. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I need to get back into metal. I actually met up with my buddy who's in a heavy metal band. And I was like, send me some bands. I yeah. just watched this movie. Like, get me back into this. Yeah. But uh, at the beginning, like the coffee dripping and the rain against the window, and then he goes deaf, and then it does the same scene again, just you can't hear any of those subtle, beautiful noises, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful design. Um, And then at the end of the movie, you hear this chaos in the cochlear implants for a while in the movie, and then at the last, like, 15 seconds, he takes them off, and it's the moment of stillness that the leader of the community was talking about. And it felt I so loved, nice. I loved the ending. I think the ending is amazing. It's I love the whole movie. I think the movie is great. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen it, go see it. I feel like it is, even though it's like being really well received, I don't even feel like it's being received by the masses enough. No, because, so, and I told, I told my dad this. Uh, I think it's amazing. It is. And I love it. And I think everyone should watch it. But I completely understand why audience-wise it hasn't, taken off because as much as we're raving about it uh it's slow as fuck it is slow it's so so, not and not like a little slow i remember watching it and ali and i had plans and it was like okay well when's this gonna be over and in my head i'm like okay well this is happening this is we must be 20 minutes left and i flicked the controller to see and we had an hour left and i was like oh i did that too you know what i mean and then you know Second and a half is going through, and I'm like, okay, it must almost be over. Check again. 20 minutes to go by. I still got 45 minutes. Left. Like, it. that isn't to say it's not good, but I completely understand why the people that are watching are like, oh my God, it's so good. But then why the other people that have watched it have been like, I couldn't make it through. Yeah, I couldn't sit through. Because it. it's yeah. like, yeah, no, I get it. You've sat there for an hour, and you feel like you've sat there for five. Like, it is slow. Yeah, and I, that happens with me with actually a lot of movies, even great movies, because they you pack so much storytelling into so little time that you feel like you've processed so much and you check the time and it's only been 10 minutes and you're like holy shit which is which can be a deterrent it can be like oh my is this gonna be the whole movie that's why a lot of people who aren't really into like cinema kind of get drawn away from like the classic good movies yeah because they're long and they're sometimes slow to pick up uh And there's some nuances. Like, I was just watching a clip about Fantastic Mr. Fox, and there's a scene where he sees, like, a wolf in the distance. Oh, yeah. Do you know that scene? Yeah. Yeah, and everybody... There were a lot of people that were weirdly frustrated and, like, why is that scene in there? And it's, like, the wolf is supposed to be Mr. Fox's, like, shadow in the wilderness. Yeah. Versus him as, like, a society-bearing person. I love that movie. Uh, And it's, like, a one-minute scene. Uh, I dated a girl that was... And I shit you not... That was the only movie she owned. Fantastic Mr. Fox? Swear to God. <laughs> um, she had all the streaming services on her laptop, but if you went onto a Prime Video, the only movie in her like library was Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I love that. It's a good fucking like, movie. I still love that. Cause it's, still, it's like, all right, I didn't like everything you watched, but respect. That one It's good. Because like, I own the Steven Universe movie. It's a good movie. No. It's fun. No. It's fun. No. But motherfucker, like, that's a blemish. If all you own is Fantastic Mr. Fox, kudos. You did it. Like, you won. That's a masterpiece. It's a great movie. Love that movie. At least recognize the art was good. Steven Universe, good. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's good. The art was good, at least. And then after that, 
Uh, What's after that? <laughs> I saw the uh, King Kong and Godzilla trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm very excited. <laughs> Have you seen the other movies, though? No. You should. No, I haven't seen them yet, no. You uh, should. So, that trailer got posted. I had not seen... I had seen the 2014 Godzilla, and that was it. Didn't want to watch Skull Island. Didn't want to watch the other Godzilla I've seen movie. Skull Island, yeah. Okay. That trailer, I have now watched Skull Island and Godzilla, King of the Monsters, or whatever it's fucking called. Yeah. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. <laughs> like, if I get to watch... I'll watch it, and I'm rooting for Kong, and I'll explain why. Because he's cool. That's it. Yeah. It's dope. It's, it looks so cool. Well, have you seen what people are saying yeah, about it's gonna it? Yeah, it's going to be the fucking Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Godzilla which, wearing the skin suit of Godzilla. Which is fine with me. Which I I think Godzilla and King Kong are going to team up to kick its ass. Which is dope. Which is bomb. Which, yeah, cool. It's I'm in. What every kid in like the 90s yeah, was like, rooting for. Like I, told, I, I was talking about it at work because one of my coworkers was like, that sounds stupid. And I was like, like no, I told him, I was like, it is. But it's stupid fun. in the fun, cool way. Like, like I'm not going into this movie going, oh man, the writing's gonna be immaculate. No, it's gonna no. suck. This it's a movie, movie, this movie isn't gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Like, it's going to be very fun. I it, just like seeing because, like, like Marvel movies and everything. I point back to like the '80s and what those looked like, and look at how far we've come now. It's one of those things where it's like, look at this dude in a suit knocking over some cardboard buildings versus. Look at this shit we're doing now. Yeah. With Godzilla. It's so dope. cool. <laughs> I do love though that people online like got mad about people being like King Kong's gonna win. And they're like, there's no way he's gonna win. <laughs> he's fighting a radioactive dinosaur thing that can shoot flames from its mouth with radiation. You're rooting for a monkey. And it's like Monkey yeah. half thumb. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In one of my group chats, I sent the clip from the uh two thousand six Godzilla where he kills the fucking dinosaur. Yeah. And I sent that to the group and I was like, y'all still room for Godzilla? I ain't forget. <laughs> like, I just think it'd be cool because, yeah, it, it's going to be so cool. Uh, I'm a sucker cool. for, God, for uh, not Godzilla, for King Kong. Yeah, I I don't have a ton to say about the trailer, but in general, I'm highly yeah, excited it, for it. It got me excited. <laughs> Plus, it's another blockbuster movie. Like, Yeah. I will say the COVID being around and shutting down movie theaters, I miss blockbuster movies not the fucking store like big deal movies of like yo did you see that yet that and also i just liked being in a theater with people and hearing people's reactions yeah around me like they're all feeling the same shit i'm feeling right now i went to see uh i don't remember what year it came out but it was the matt damon movie elysium yeah uh i saw that and there's a 2013 I saw that in 2013 with my dad, and we went to see it because it was made by the guy that made District 9, and we both liked that movie. And oh, District 9. Yeah. And we went to see it, and there's a part where there's a gun where if you hit your target, like once you hit your target with a bullet, the rest of the bullets go to that target. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like I from the fifth, that part. basically from the fifth element. Yeah. But they're tracking bullets, so they fucking curve. And a dude gets his fucking face blown off. off and then later on in the movie they reconstruct it and it's like stop motion animation and visual effects and it's fa- his face comes a lot and it comes back and i'm sitting next to my dad and i'm like that's so cool and the guy behind us goes oh fuck that's awesome <laughs> and it was just so funny because like my dad and i in this really intense moment we're just like <laughs> yeah like, like it, it was it's fun to have that reaction i mean the clips of avengers endgame with the yeah. fucking Thor's hammer. Like, people went crazy. Like, yeah, it's fun. People went insane. I loved... I remember... I would actually have a story about seeing that movie in theaters. I went. It was awesome. This one guy at the end of my row was like... Fucking jittery. And I didn't know why. And I was like, what's happening? What's, what's going on, dude? I was like, what's going on? And he's sitting there with his daughter, who's like 13. And I'm like, you okay, dude? And I hear him muttering under his breath. And then I realized, like, halfway through the movie... Oh, he's quoting the lines before they say it. That's awesome. And I'm like, how many it, times have you seen it? It was awesome, but at the same time, I'm like, I hope he just doesn't get louder mm-hmm. because at the point where the portals open up, you don't want to hear other people. He said on your left before Falcon did, 
and oh, I wanted to murder him. Yeah, that would piss me off. I, it took me out of the movie for the next full 60 seconds, and I went, I looked over and almost walked over and went, I need you to stop. I'm also excited. I need you to fucking stop. I need, I need you to take a breather. Yeah, but thankfully, his daughter, the hero of the situation, went, Dad, shut the fuck up. That's, <laughs> I was that, like, that's yeah. hilarious. I was like, go, little girl. And uh, that, oh, I will never get that burned like visage of me being so mad i was so enraged and raquel was like hey i'm mad too it's okay <laughs> and i'm hey, like good hey i'm i'm not having a good time either yeah the whole theater turned and looked at him and i was like shut the fuck up but uh king kong vs godzilla pumped in the realm of marvel i caught up on wandavision recently good for y'all that haven't watched WandaVision, I'm going to put a big old spoiler warning right here. Um, and we'll tell you where to skip to. Yeah, I'll put the time code right here. Skip to 2925 to avoid spoilers lest you suffer the wrath of Stanley's ghost. So I caught, went from episode one to episode four. And off the bat, episode one, I'm like, this is weird and I'm kind of digging it. And then it goes into the end, towards the end, where the ratio changes on the screen and... The woman that says Kitty, uh, plays Kitty and her husband's choking. She's like, stop. Stop it. Stop. Stop. And I'm like, oh, it's getting weird. <laughs> and then it just keeps getting weirder. And then up to episode three when she has her babies mm -hmm. suddenly. Uh, and all of a sudden, Monica gets shot out of the, uh, the, the sitcom. And then she's like, oh, she had to run home. And then there's that... The, but but meanwhile, Vision's outside learning, like, she's not from here. She doesn't have a home. Yeah. And also, people are, like, acting really fucking weird. Uh, and then Vision comes in. He's like, what's wrong? She's like, she had to run home. And then yeah. there's that pop, like, kind of happy ending over her, like, what you assume to be a corpse at first, her laying there. And then the next episode is revisiting the first three episodes from the outside perspective, which yeah, they I finally, fucking love. Yeah, they finally show what's actually going on. And you got the cop from Ant-Man. You got the, what's her name? Darcy from Thor yeah. coming in. I loved, so I what I I loved that they completely gave away that they were about to show what happened. But I loved the way they did it because of when they pull up to the town and there's the cops and the secret agent. And he's like, yeah, um, so here's how I know something's going on. And the, <laughs> other, the, the other agent's like, how can you tell something's happening? And he goes, uh, hey, police captain. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, where's Westview? You're from Westview, right? And the guy's like, there's no... Westfield doesn't Westfield exist. Westfield doesn't exist. And they're standing next to the sign that says, welcome to Westfield. <laughs> and I immediately was like, oh, let's fucking go. Like, wherever this episode's going, I'm in. Like, That's awesome. some weird shit to into. And then uh, I also liked how they dealt with the blip reversing itself. Yeah. Was really cool. No, it was I hadn't awesome. even thought about that. Like the hospitals being way over capacity. All oh yeah, of a no. Sudden. As soon as so yes, and when that happened, when she just appeared, I was like, oh, she got blipped out. Yeah. And then when she was asking for her mom, and they were like, no, she's not here. I was like, oh, her mom like died. She's dead. dead. Like yeah, yeah, like that. That was awesome because I'm I am excited for future Marvel movies and shows. However they do it, I'm excited for that to be explored more. Of like, yeah, fucking half the population disappeared, and the world after five years was finally sort of like they readjusted. Readjusted wasn't back to normal because somebody once made a video on if that actually happened, how drastic would it be? And it would be a borderline irreparable. It would take decades to get back. But in five years, you know, movie magic—they're getting back to normal, and then everybody's back. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, that would be... I'm excited to see what they do with that. Because that's dope. Because <laughs> unemployment just went through the roof. Yeah, you know. no kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we filled your job. You what? We well, filled your you, job. Your house is gone. You you didn't die, but you were gone? You were, like, like gone. And it's like, okay, cool. Well, what happened to my cousin Greg? He was working here. No, Greg died. He killed himself because you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> like, all this really depressing shit happened. Welcome back. Yeah, like, like <laughs> it's sort of like in uh, it's like in Into the Spider Verse when Gwen when Gwen Stacy the Gwen Spider whatever her fucking name is uh yes explains to pa yeah. Peter Parker 
that the Mary Jane in the universe they're in isn't his Mary Jane. And she's like, I get it. And I remember watching it being like, that's right, because Peter Parker in her universe is dead and she's just chilling with Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just sitting there being like, I wish this, for a brief moment, I was like, I wish this was an adult movie so they could go into that for yeah. a scene. So I'm excited for Marvel to like actually flesh out like, yeah, everybody disappeared and then everybody came back and they were like drastic traumatic effects, man. Yeah, shit's like, getting like more and more serious very gradually as Marvel movies go on. Yeah. Like you got shit getting serious and then for a blip you had Thor Ragnarok and then shit got <laughs> more serious. Although I will say my one like critique of WandaVision, I think they should have come out with all four of the first episodes. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah, I watched them all at the same time. And, I was and like, it that works was amazing. Because my dad has only watched the first episode and he was like, I don't really know. And I was like, watch all, like, sit down and watch the first four. That's how I felt. So I stopped and I waited. Yeah. And I waited for a little bit. Because it's good. It's really good. And I'm yeah. excited to see what happens, where it's going. Because Wanda, the fourth episode basically shows Wanda is controlling everything. All of it. And she's in extreme denial and just and also grief she, but She's, yeah, denial, grief, but she's aware of it. Yeah. So, like, people show up and, like, uh, fucking... Her name is... Starts with an M. It's something... Monica? Monica. 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 Because Monica, in the episode where she gets sent the fuck out of town... Yeah. The reason she does is because she's like... Vision was ki- Vision was created by Ultron. No, it was... it was Your brother was killed by Ultron. Yeah, your brother was killed by yeah. Ultron. And immediately, fucking... Wanda's just like... What'd you just say? The fuck did you just say to me? Like, did you really just say what I thought you just... I know I didn't hear that. Yeah, and then... I know I didn't hear that. And then <laughs> shoots her the fuck out of town and then resets the entire world. And it's like, okay, so she knows what she's doing. The the visual glitches on screen that happen are, and are, awesome. are so creepy and cool at the same time. Because one, that means she's just altering time and space. Yeah, she's fucking with timelines. Yeah, and at the same time, the quick like one frame of her head tilted and then it resets to Vision's coming back in the house. Which... Like, if they stick to the whole timeline rule that they showed in Avengers Endgame, she is fucking with so much shit. Oh, a ton Just of so shit. much shit. Like, uh, you got a thread here, and like the rest of the thread over here, and hers, just, hers is just, like 12 threads yeah. being pulled apart. But I am I am excited to see where it goes. Yeah. I also like that they made Creepy Vision with his head caved yeah, in shit. Yeah, for a, for a shot, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, that's actually creepy. That's yeah, really cool. It was creepy, yeah. It got me it got my heartbeat going for a minute there, yeah. Yeah, I was like, damn, damn Marvel. I didn't expect this when I saw Iron Man when I was eleven. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I remember watching The Dark Knight the same year and being like, I need a little lighter shit and going to Iron Man. I didn't realize that now I gotta go to the Dark Knight for light shit. <laughs> like, what is happening here? And then she had her kids call and I they're called Speed and Wiccan. In, yeah, like, and they're the actual universe. they're actual mutants. They're characters, yeah. and they they have already said that they're gonna be play a part way down the line. Yeah, but not right now. Yeah. Like because well, so what I've heard is they're basically gonna do a reverse House of M. What's that? In the comics, it's when mutants got oh, it's but in the comics, mutants got wiped out. Yeah, they're pulling a reverse because they're gonna introduce Fantastic Four, X Men eventually. All that shit. Yeah, they mentioned all... Because Daredevil 3 is coming into the MCU, which brings the X-Men into the MCU. So to do that, reverse House of M, instead of killing all the mutants, we're just going to fucking... Mutants. Like... (laughs) They also... Somebody theorized, because they said, oh yeah, all of our astronauts are actually gone or missing when they said you're grounded to... uh, Yeah. To the woman. And uh, somebody theorized, they just put the Fantastic Four logo below that quote. Yeah. And... I was like, oh, shit. That would make a lot of sense. That'd be like, really cool. <laughs> um, but WandaVision pulling a bunch of stuff like from nowhere and bringing in the new uh, era of Marvel really well. I'm yeah, really it's, pumped it's, about it. I, yeah, it's good. It's doing its job. Yeah. It's very entertaining. It is well done. And it keeps me interested enough that I, uh, I'm going to keep watching. Yeah, I am too. I'm actually, I went and I was like, when's the next one? I looked it up as soon as the fourth one ended. Friday. Friday. In line with WandaVision, uh, they announced a couple movie things today. Disney has announced Ryan Coogler will be involved in the creative process and probably direct a couple things for it. But they're making a series set in Wakanda. Oh yeah, I saw that. Which is dope. And then 
I don't know much about it. There's not much that's said about it. That's what it is, which is cool. And then, because um, I know you want to talk about the stock market, <laughs> and I'm, I, I don't, I don't have much to say about it. I think it's dope, but they have announced within the past couple of days, two movies and a series are being made about the GameStop stock market. Fucking thing. awesome! No, because they need to come out tomorrow, <laughs> or no one's gonna fucking care. Yeah. You well, I mean? I mean, I don't know. This was like a big thing. No, it is. Yeah, but like, you're not gonna make the social network two out of it. Well, no, but you are gonna get like a fire festival thing out of it. But they're not documentaries. Oh, they're just they're making narrative movies with oh. actors telling like the, story. the Big Short. Yeah, yeah, but it's not that. Like, it's not. You're not gonna make Margin Call or The Big Short, which are great movies about the housing crisis. Awesome. That if you haven't seen, watch both of them. Arguably watch them back to back. They're both fantastic. Yeah, watch the big short first and then watch Margin Call. I'd yeah, say. but you're not going to make those. It's not that exciting. It's no. not, it doesn't deserve that type of explanation. It's people online went, what if we did this? They did it and it worked and no one thought it would work. And then they got mad and they tried to shut it down and everybody online went, what if you didn't? Hold the line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like it, which downplays what it is because it is exciting. It's very exciting. They <laughs> essentially what people have said for years, which is if everybody in the middle or lower class just pooled their money and went in on the stocks and bought some stock and bought some stock, you'd be fucked. You'd be out of money. And they everybody is like, yeah, but you should invest your money if you really want to be successful. You should invest your money. And then people invested their money and they went, well, so wait. <laughs> they heard GameStop. It was starting to be announced that GameStop might start going out of business. Yeah. And people were like, what? No, I got to, I got to sell my games for five cents. You can't, they can't go. And then they went online and they were like, GameStop's going out of business. (laughs) And people were like, well, what if we just bought stock? Cause that, that'll keep them from going out of business. It'll make their value higher. What if we just bought some stock and the stock was at like, a couple of years ago, their stock was six dollars. It was it was uh eight to ten dollars over the last like six months. Yeah, like it was not. It expensive. was low, and then over the course of a day, GameStop became a Fortune five hundred. The stock was four hundred dollars a share. I was too late to the party, and I was pissed. Oh, it was really I was, cool. I was late to that party. But I'm still riding the AMC wave. Are you? Oh yeah. I rode the Dogecoin wave for a second. Which so the re so people that don't follow what's happening, GameStop's stock went through the roof, and then Amazing. people were gonna sell, but then apps like Robinhood were like, "You can't buy this stock anymore," which isn't how the market works. Yeah, Robinhood basically the CEO specifically was getting paid by big companies to yeah. be like, "Don't let them sell those shares." And so to. Not, and not sell. Don't let them Don't buy. Let them buy. You could sell, but you yeah. couldn't buy, which is sort of counterintuitive. Yeah. Because why would I sell if, if I then can't good. buy? Yeah. Like, so they thought that would tell people to get rid of it. If no one can buy it, it's not going to go up. But instead, people online were like, you can't fucking do that. And no one sold yeah. for like a couple days. And now they've started letting people buy more. So the people that don't really give a shit or care, not quite give a shit or care, but the people that aren't as invested with it just saw that their $8 turned to fucking 400 and went, cool, made their money, they're done. Yeah. The stock is still like at 200 Yeah, it's still like, gigantic. It's still so much higher than it should be. It's still be. An, an unreasonably high stock but market price. The other thing that happened was on this Reddit page, people were like, what, what should we save next? Because these people are like, these companies are going to go out of business because of the pandemic. Who should we save? And they went... AMC. AMC. Now, I know it's a struggling movie theater company. And I know it's a pandemic. You should buy. (laughs) And me and my friends were all just like, yeah, fuck it. What's it at? The day after uh, the GameStop thing and Robinhood closed it, the stock dropped to $6. At AMC? Yeah. Yeah, because they they blocked it before anybody... Yeah, they were like, you can't buy. I bought it before they blocked it, which was a little disheartening because I spent $14 for a share. Oh, you bought it at 14 Yeah. And then it, oh, well, no. then it dropped to 6 and today I've got like 38 Yeah. Well, it's at 12 43 right yeah. now. 
Yeah. But so it's like, okay. But it's funny because online people are just like, just wait. Just wait. And I'm so excited because either I'm going to wait and the same shit's going to happen with AMC and this is all going to happen again next week. That's exciting. Or it doesn't. Still a funny story. Like, Yeah, I think that maybe it might like like blip up a few more yeah. times, but I don't think it's going to like it did that one time. I mean, we going to see. Let's hope it does because I, mean, I, made, I made a little bit of money off of Dogecoin. I didn't get it at the right time though because Raquel went, hey, let's just go to bed. We'll deal with it in the morning. You know when it was at its highest? When you fucking midnight. Yeah. And I was pissed. I remember. Because I would have made like thousands of dollars. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, this was a really cool thing because what happens is when people get a high enough stock price and start to sell, basically hedge funds and billionaires are like, we'll give you money to give your shareholders and we have a contract so that we can get money uh, in case, like over time. Then we'll pay your shareholders what they're owed. But what happened was all of their money got sucked out all at once. Yep. And they went bankrupt, which is amazing. It's so dope. (laughs) And just, it looked like toddlers screaming on TV. Just old toddlers. Just, they took my money. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And and then it sounds like a bunch of dicks because it's like, no, this is funny. But it is. It's fucking funny. It's hilarious. It is so fucking funny that the thing that caused all of this was a dying video game store. It's right. That people online went, no. Like, <laughs> that's great. Love that. Just Reddit came in and went, hey, we're going to change this. <laughs> but And now we make it sound really exciting and like you could make a movie out of it. This happened... In an instant. In an instant. And it happened like four days ago. And it's dying out now. You can't... There's no... The, the movie's not going to be... The movies, movies, and TV series aren't going to be good. No. Not at, at all. all. And if they don't come out within a year, no one's going to fucking care. Yeah. Like, and all. a year is being generous. This is like, well, you got the... You just got those fads, like, uh, don't fuck with cats, Tiger King, you got... Yeah, if they time it right. Time it right. You got to time it right. But t- they got lucky with those because a pandemic happened and people were like, what the fuck should I want? What the fuck is it? Yeah. Did you know there was a dude in the middle of nowhere who had a fucking zoo? Yeah. And like, you got you to find the right yeah, time to. They market. got so lucky. But, uh, yeah. So like, even the Firefest documentary didn't get like a. Like, it got some. No, waves. and there were two, and one was on Hulu and one was on Netflix, and they came out at the same time, and people watched both and were like, yeah. Yeah, she was fucked. I don't know. Yeah, and it kind of like petered off. Yeah. Uh, but the stock market thing, fucking cool. I think, it, I think it's entertaining. It's extremely entertaining. I lost a bit of money yeah. just in my stocks. Yeah, you can't. You were pretty pissed because your stocks had dropped, and I was just like, I don't have stocks, and I just bought a couple, but they're jokes. Like it, I got AMC. Yeah, I'm basically <laughs> waiting because they all the whole market besides those stocks crashed because people got scared and started selling. Yeah, uh, and I lost like 150 dollars, but uh, I was like, I'm gonna give it a few more days. And Raquel's like, Well, what if it crashed again? I'm like, I'm gonna give it a few more days because it's gonna keep going down. And I feel like it's just going to all spike back up when people are like, okay, it's starting to die down. Yeah. That's exactly what happened today. All the stocks went up and I made a lot of my money back. Um, but it was really cool to watch. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that's the other I, part. It's pretty cool to just watch it. Really? Ra- Raquel and I were just like at, we were out at dinner uh, and I went, oh my God. And she's like, what? I'm like, Dogecoin is fucking spiking. And I just bought it for like ten, like a penny. Yeah. And we like put it up on the table and just watched it for like 15 minutes, like a movie. I was like, ah, what a beautiful dinner day. <laughs> yeah, like the Dogecoin thing, a couple of my buddies, because we made a chat for stocks. Yeah. And because a bunch of us used to live on a street named Water Street, the chat is called Wolves of Water Street. <laughs> uh, but so the Dogecoin thing started to happen because there's a stupid cryptocurrency called Dogecoin that was made as a joke. <laughs> and it is a joke. And it is a joke. It's, and it's a not, penny. It's not going to go anywhere. It's literally still worth less than a cent. Mm-hmm. Well, now I think it's worth like 20 cents. Or not but, 20 cents, but 2 cents and something But like even that. there, like, it's not worth shit. And people were, people did the GameStop thing of like, put your money in Dogecoin. And they did. And it, 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 it spiked. It's still not worth half a dollar. Yeah. Like... <laughs> But so because were, it's because it's a penny, you can buy a shit ton of them. Yeah, and it went up to from a penny to seven cents, and some people made like 
thousands of dollars. Yeah, my buddy made 25 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I put like a hundred bucks into it and yeah. I would have made like two grand if and I, I couldn't right. buy it. Cause I had Robin hood and you can't buy cryptocurrency in New Hampshire yet. I didn't know that. And I was still listed as Maine, So yeah. I was buying it. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, Oh cool. never mind. And then my friend's like, no, download this. And I recognized that like by tomorrow, this shit wasn't going to be happening anymore. Cause it's fucking Dogecoin. Yeah. They, they slapped the security yeah. on there. Well, not even that people like, it's a joke. Like it's Dogecoin. No one's... It's not going to happen. Oh, and no. It's not going to stay. And so literally, like, the next day, halfway through the day, I'm at work. And my buddy sends a message. He goes, I didn't pull out a Dogecoin, and now my shit's worth less. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like... I was reading. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't like an AMC BlackBerry situation. That was like the moment it spiked. Pull the fuck yeah, out. Yeah, like, <laughs> this isn't like, no, wait a week. See what happens. This was like a, hey, uh, buy, wait an hour, pull. Yeah. It isn't... This isn't a game. Like, like there are like... You can... Do long hauls and stocks, which is what a lot of stocks are, and you can That's do like most of stocks. You can yeah. do shorts and squeezes, which you just have to pay a little bit of attention to in most stocks. Like they'll move a little slow, but you just have to pay attention. With Dogecoin, that was the quickest short I've ever seen. It was incredibly funny. It was so funny. But fast. yeah, my buddy was actually mad and I was like, You're an idiot. <laughs> and people all over were like, Buy Dogecoin, just keep going, keep buying it, and everybody's like, No. Yeah, no. like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> So, I know you want to talk about it. Which one? The Resident Evil woman. The fucking tall vampire lady. No, no, no. The nine foot, six inch tall. Yeah. Heel wearing. Hat wearing. Victorian style. Mamacita. Mm. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared and horny at the same time. So, in all seriousness, (laughs) did you play Resident Evil 7? Uh, do you mean, um... The one in the house. The one in the house? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Did you like Biohazard. it? Biohazard. Yeah. Yeah. I did like it. It was fun. I played it, I remember, really drunk all the way through with my friends all in one night. Yeah. It was really fun. Uh, we had a really good time. It was really interesting. It was it, very different than the It other seems spins. like they're going in that direction again. Yeah, because they went back and they remastered the old ones. Yeah. And now they're doing the next step, which is Village, which is Witches. Which is fucking cool, because I'm into that shit. I think that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Because in in the sense of, like, you know, people are drastically... People are reacting to this woman like, oh my god, stomp on my neck. And I'm like, you know, I get it. A lot of people are saying stomp on my neck. Because, dude, she's nine and a half feet tall and hot. Yeah, I'd say maybe... Who designs that? Maybe, like, like lightly touch my neck. She's nine feet tall. She's gonna crush my neck. I... Want her to. <laughs> I am my okay with please. it. No, whoever designed that woman deserves two things. One, a massive paycheck on their way out the door because they're fucking fired. Like, <laughs> That's not scary. It's not that it's not scary. I'm sure they'll pull it off. Uh, I'm sure her face is going to contort and like rot. Something's going to happen. But yeah, they, they made the announcement today because they were like, her name is Lady... Dimitre, Dim, Dimitretta? Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu. And they were like, your love for her is loud and clear. Here's a message from the art director. <laughs> and he released this nice message. Um, and What did he say? Uh, I can read the whole message. I'm very, I have not seen this. He said, hi everyone, I'm Tominori Takano, art director on Resident Evil Village. I wanted to use this opportunity to publicly, publicly reflect on the outpouring of positivity we've received from the fans on our latest announcement. As a representative of the development of this team, thank you to all the fans who continue to follow us. Most recently, Lady D, I'm just going to call her Lady D, and her daughters, there's more, have just, have received a fair amount of attention. Oh yeah, there's a lot more daughters. Far yeah. more than we anticipated. It's great that they're able to take the spotlight of as icons of Resident Evil Village. Lady D especially have received has received much fanfare both domestically and overseas, which has made all of us in the development team extremely happy. I hear her height is something of interest. <laughs> if you include her hat and high heels, she's approximately nine foot six inches tall. She's giant. These bewitching vampiric characters are relentless in their pursuit of Ethan, and I can't wait for you to meet them yourselves when you enter Castle Dimitrescu in May. And I'm hyped, because that, to me, sounds like a creator going, look, I'm glad you're excited. 
here's what you want. She's this tall. I can tell that y'all are excited about this. Oh, he's jumping on the train. And he's just like, that last little bit though of like, they're relentless. That's him being like, y'all think she's hot and she's going to scare the shit out of you. Yeah. You're going to hate this bitch by the end of the game. Have you seen any of the demo? Nope. Itself? I watched the demo. The demo, first of all, it seemed like it was to show off the color palette, the lighting, the new graphics. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. Um, there were some like frame frame rate dropping problems, um, but that's probably going to get smoothed over. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't like the frame rate dropping wasn't that bad. Uh, I mostly did. I was, I'm genuinely interested in the, the game itself because they have a new engine running it. Yeah. It's called the RE engine. Brand fucking new. Never used on a different game before. Uh, and it looks immaculate. Uh, the designs of the characters looks immaculate. The witch herself looks immaculate. And apparently it ties into the last game. Oh, it's, well, it's the guy. It's the, yeah, it's the same you dude. You play as the same guy. It's the same it's dude. It's a few years. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Uh, it's set a few years after the events in the critically acclaimed Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, which is awesome. Uh, the all new storyline begins with Ethan Winters and his wife, Maya, Mia. Living peacefully Mia's going into this again? in a new location, free from their past nightmares, just as they are building their new life together. Tragedy befalls them once again. Uh, when fucking BSAA Captain Chris Redfield attacks their home, Ethan must once again head into hell to get his kidnapped daughter back. What? I mean, whatever, dude. They're throwing them into this again? What? That's. I feel so bad for them. <laughs> that sucks. But, uh,. Something cool about this game, because the other game was like pretty linear. Yeah, There's well, it, open world parts of this yeah, game. Yeah, and the other one was very straightforward. Yeah, and this one's going into open world, which is kind of bringing together the old game of you have to wander around and fight zombies and like the old, old Resident Evils, and the new one, which is first person, pretty linear. This game looks fucking dumb. It looks immaculate. I'm extremely Sorry, I'm, look, I'm looking at the website for it right now. This looks... It looks fucking cool. And right now it's sort of like drawing you in with it's pretty, pretty ladies uh, and like some little bit of blood, gore, creepy scarecrows, uh, some mutated people in like chasms and everything. Witches. And witches. Um, and it's jumping on the witch hype train, which is the witch hype train has gone on way longer than I thought it would after Coven uh, American Horror Story, which is a good series. Uh, and so they're jumping on that train. So I think it's going to be fucking immaculate yeah. I'm, yeah I'm excited I'm really pumped I wasn't that excited about it I'm now reading the entire website I'm pretty excited about yeah. it yeah uh, and the last thing about that is uh, right after uh, the game wrapped uh, one of the voice actors for one of the daughters Lady D yeah uh, Jeanette Mouse died uh, battling I believe pancreatic cancer just want to mention that because she was extremely talented uh, she was really young and she was just like picking up her voice acting career so, um, rest in peace, Jeanette Mouse. Uh, we hope that you'll be remembered in a great way through this game. Yeah. So, that was sad, uh, and I just wanted to bring that up because she was, like, a big influence on a lot of people, too, because she was a teacher and a coach. Yeah. So, go Jeanette Mouse. She was uh, lost to the uh, voice acting community as a whole, and she will be missed. Uh, but that's Resident Evil, and... <laughs> and... The last thing I have is about a week ago. About a week ago. But the Witcher sequel dash prequel was announced. Yeah. Uh, remember how I said it was a movie? Yeah. It's and I not... was like, it's a prequel series. And you was like, no, it's a movie. It's because there is a movie that yeah. was just released recently. And it's an animated Witcher movie called The Nightmare of the Wolf. Okay. I haven't watched it. I read the bio. It's about like this, a similar thing. It's about Geralt's teacher, which is what the uh, prequel series is about. It's more about his teacher and the Witcher community as a whole and him being taught. Uh, and I think that's going to be really interesting. Like, I'm interested in what's happening next in the series. Yeah. But so, I think this is going to explain more about Geralt. Yeah. So Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf isn't out yet. It isn't out. No, but it's coming out. It's a 2D anime film that explores a powerful new threat facing the continent. Yeah. And then Witcher Blood Origin. Blood Origin, that's what it's called. Is in an elven world 1,200 years before Geralt. Yes. 1,200 years before Geralt. And then there's the Witcher, and then there's the books, and then there's the games, and then there's the show. It's also 
uh, the sequel, uh, the prequel sequel, is set to star Jodie Turner-Smith, mm-hmm. who was in uh, Queen and Slim and Night Flyers. Mm-hmm. And she's a really cool actress. I'm excited because I love her in uh, Queen and Slim. Yeah. She's extremely well yeah, she's, versed she's good. in acting. I like her. Uh, and, uh, I like this, her a lot. Just so many things got announced that I'm so pumped about uh, this week. So it looks like the whole industry is starting to pick up again. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, and then I don't have a lot at all at this point, but uh, I am finally have finished watching and rewatching all the movies that I want to talk about from last year. So I'm going to finally write and make that video, I'm which I've been talking about now for like three fucking weeks. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Well, cause they, I fuck. So they just put one on Hulu. So I have one more. <laughs> I wasn't gonna watch it. I was gonna be like, I'm honor- done. Fuck, I was I'm gonna not. be like honorable mention to this one and these two because they haven't come out yet, and I'm just not gonna wait. And they just put it on Hulu, so I'm gonna watch one more, and then and then I'm done. You gotta crank out that video before and the then I'm come done. Out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not waiting for Nomadland and Minari. It's over. Oh, Nomadland isn't out yet. No, it's oh. out in movie theaters, but I'm not driving to fucking. Yeah, because I heard it was great. I actually meant to ask you how it was. It's supposed but it's not to be amazing. Yet. I forget the actress's name, but I like Francis McDormand. Yes. I am excited to watch it when it does come out, but it is not out yet. Neither is Minari, which bums me out because. What's Minari about? It's supposed to be amazing. Just amazing. It's supposed to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm going to finally make that video. It's going to be lit. Litty titty. That's all I got. I don't have much else. Is it just, That's it. I, I did it. I got through the videos. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Yeah, keep an eye out for that video. That's going to be uh, Jake's breakthrough video on film finally. on the channel. It's going to finally happen. Finally be out. And that's all. It's been real. It has been real. Uh, we'll catch you guys really soon because we filmed this one late. So Yeah, yeah. there was a delay. But yeah, that just means more like two episodes sooner together. I don't know. Yeah, it. more content for you guys. Uh, and we'll see you guys in the uh, in the next episode. See you next time. See you next time, my brother. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye. Please. Goodbye.